1866 Sport. With unrivaled full match commentary for every Spyrites home and away game. Oldacre, Oldacre brings it back to Banks on this right hand side. He's got King outside, he's having a shot and it's uh, parried away and it's fallen hey. down for Chesterfield who have scored. Put that in Berry. to the back of the uh, net and it is James Berry is, yeah. who was in the centre. It's half volleyed to him and we were saying about the shots earlier on, Lee, weren't we, about the ball, uh, slippery ball. Justin couldn't hold that one and it came out, the ball in from Banks. Yeah. on the right hand side fell to Berry from Berry there 30 minutes on the clock and it is Dagenham and Redbridge nil Chesterfield 1 yeah Oli Banks says he had a bit of time didn't he so sort of looked up for I hit this one to come back Berry's finished it first time as well it's with Mike Jones and his uh, clearance charged down by Jake Hessenthaler and it's, uh, it's a shot, put a sh- an opportunity in and an equaliser has come for the host Ryan Hill and that was sloppy play from Chesterfield. It was a throw-in. They gave it to, to Mike Jones. Mike Jones's clearance was charged down. Fell kindly for Ryan Hill. And in the 55th minute, it is Dagenham and Redbridge 1, Chesterfield 1. We had the warning a little bit earlier, but yes, yeah, as you say, it got charged down in midfield. I remember someone laid it off to Hill and uh, it was a nice finish with his left foot into the bottom corner. Out wide once more and Chesterfield uh, trying to get in. Oh, it's a tumble. It's, it's a, pen- a penalty yes, to Chesterfield. It. it is a penalty. Well, Will Grigg and Ollie Banks share the penalty, don't they? No Will Grigg on the park at the moment. No, so a foul on Jeff King. Penalty. Foul on Jeff King. Ollie Banks is stepping up to try and get this one. So we're in the 58th minute. It is a penalty and it will be Ollie Banks to take it. So, Ollie Banks, hands on his hips. Referee Stephen Parkinson blows the whistle. Banks retreats Long into the D, comes on turns, right-footed, hits this. Oh, it's hit the bar! It's hit the bar! And bounced miles away, and all of a sudden, Dagenham and Redbridge are on the counter-attack. And, uh, well, the penalty not taken advantage of. Struck but it well, but it's just too high, wasn't it? Dobra to King, chests it down. Straight away, he's got... Uh, a man marshalling, so he pulls it back to Jones. Now Berry, just outside the box, stabs it forward. A shot from Grigg. Oh, it's hit the inside of the post. Hit the goalkeeper oh. on the head. It's uh, not cleared away yet. And it's put in. Dobra has rolled it in. He was on the floor when he got that. It was Grigg's ball in. Hit the post. It bounced onto the goalkeeper's head. Came out to Aldacre. He put it in there. Dobra slipped. The ball came off the line. Fell to the... Albanian under 21 international who stabbed it in from about two feet. It is Dagenham and Redbridge one, Chesterfield two. Yes. The ball stayed alive for a little while there, didn't it? Well, Dobra's done well today. He sort of kept it alive and uh, poked it in. I thought the chance of going because he hit the post, hit the keeper. <laughs> and then he blocked, wasn't the first ever look at Dobra. It'd be nice to see that again, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Headed up by Chesterfield. It's gone out for a corner kick. My word. We've had the six minutes played now, but referee Parkinson will let this corner be taken. And again, the Dagenham goalkeeper right on Harry Tyra. As the ball comes in now, drifted towards the edge of the six and bobbling around, cleared away by Grimes and knocked away second time. There goes the full-time whistle. Chesterfield are 22 points clear at the top of the National League. They've had to work really hard here. James Berry scored the opening goal on the half-hour mark and uh, an equaliser from Ryan Hill, 55 before. A great opportunity for Chesterfield, a foul. Uh, by the hosts 
on uh, Chesterfield and uh, it was a penalty for uh, for Ollie Banks he hit the bar and uh, well all of a sudden Dagenham and Redbury's looked a lot lot livelier and it took a goal whilst he was half on the floor by Armando Dobra rolled it in from a couple of feet out to give Chesterfield the victory credit to Dagenham and Redbridge Lee yeah. Francis but Chesterfield have just got that little bit extra yeah deserved winners I think yeah as I say it was a good battle Dagenham didn't give up and Paul Cook would be happy with a win I was a bit worried when it was going to go another south end but yeah we and you know you, we, we didn't get your man of the match in all the excitement with all the long throws oh at the sorry end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bailey Clement I Bailey just, Clement I, he just edges it but yeah Old Acre Dobra very close as well yeah I, I, I think Clement's had a terrific game yeah. moving down the left hand side didn't he as the uh, Chesterfield players all celebrating uh, amongst themselves a a narrow 2-1 victory here but horrible day yeah, with, the, with the wind swirling around take that and it, it is we are looking at the champions oh, elect here for sure yeah so apart from um, uh, Bailey Clements and the other players what, what from a team perspective impressed you uh, from a Chesterfield perspective Lee? mainly had control of the game for most of it just obviously Dagenham had the odd breakaway but yeah it's, it's a nice controlled effort and obviously create plenty of chances yeah and is it impossible to throw the, this 22-point lead away this oh, season? Yes. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Well, so, no, no one's going to go with a run, are they? It, you know, we're gonna, it, we will increase the lead. You know, it's not going to get smaller. Yes, well, that might be one of the uh, one of the things that's sort of taking bets out along the lead of finish, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, in... in you were in the dressing rooms as a young player at Arsenal yeah. they were sort of FA Cup Youth Cup winners and everything along those lines the manager's got to try and calm it hasn't he but, but yeah, I suppose he? he's looking more can for he? next season now so he'll want to finish this season well but, but yeah, so looking at the teams I don't know about yourself what, what do you think how would they cope with Div 2 I, think, I don't think it'd be a problem oh, no I, I think they'd be up there yeah. without any shadow well, of a doubt Wrexham have done well Knox County so it's yeah and Stockport who the, went the up the gap isn't as big now is it between National League and well I, I, and I think it's the National League that's playing up yeah. rather than Division 2 yeah. League 2 that's playing even down one, as like we've played Div 1 sides haven't we and yeah and look, one in look, the FA Cup there's no, no question there. about yeah. it yeah so uh, well you've uh, seen us on to victory today after the defeat at South End oh. last that, yeah. Boreham Wood earlier on was a defeat. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, was a win. Was a, was a win. win. Yeah. And of course, the Boreham Wood keeper played an absolute blinder, didn't he, yeah. that, uh, 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 that day? So, uh, uh, thanks very much, Lee. Don't don't no. go away yet. We'll, uh, uh, you can't move out the car park for no, minutes, anyway. Well. So, don't go away Get yet. We'll be getting some views from our listeners next and reaction from the Chesterfield dressing room. But here, it's ended. Dagenham and Redbridge 1, Chesterfield 2. 1866 Sport. With unrivaled full match commentary for every Spyrites home and away game. Well, a performance of uh, Champions Day by Chesterfield. Not the best football they've played, not great conditions. They weren't absolutely convincing, but they were better than Dagenham and Redbridge on a day that uh, they gave the ball away a little bit too much. They uh, missed a great opportunity from the penalty spot to make it 2-1 after shortly after Dagenham had equalised. Dagenham really put things together in the second half and uh, gave Chesterfield 
Chesterfield an awful lot to think about we'll be looking forward to getting some reaction from the uh, dressing room uh, Bailey Clements has been given our man of the match award by Lee Francis who's just uh, nipped across the stand to talk to one of his old cricket playing mates uh, bronze outside the dressing room trying to get uh, first reaction but uh, Josh is back down at 1866 HQ and this is uh, the first full-time reaction from our listeners. Well, Phil, first bit of reaction coming in from Chesterfield supporters on social media. Michael says, the great commentary compensates for the worst cameraman of the season in Dagenham. But uh, to be fair, Michael, I feel that's harsh. I've also been watching on the stream and I think uh, with the weather and what he's got to deal with in terms of the elements, he he had to keep that camera lens wiped, didn't he? But uh, uh, Pat says, unstoppable. Come on, you've lose. Jimmy says, off his knee, off his backside, off his ear, I don't care. Dobra is the man. A Derbyshire dad says, ridiculous, but I was feeling really nervous at one all, even though at that point we were 20 points ahead of Bromley. It seems that even though we're so far ahead, the good old chessimism still keeps the nerves going. That's a term that we coined after the Eastleigh game and maybe a bit before that as well. Uh, Sharon says, Chesterfield, keep going, amazing work, and Paul Cook, don't you leave us, she says. You came back and you are our saviour. And Gina adds, delightful Dobbs. So some pretty happy Chesterfield fans are reacting initially to the result, Phil. Thanks very much, Josh. We'll be hearing more from uh, Josh in a little wee while. Let's just have a quick look at the score lines elsewhere. It is uh, Dagenham Raybridge 1, Chesterfield 2 here, of course. Uh, not confirmed as a score line as a result yet. Halifax Town 1, Solihull Moors 3. Gateshead have pulled one back. Gateshead 1, Eastley 1. Wilston 0, Mainhead United 1. And Woking 2, Oxford City nil. There's been some FA Cup replays. Coventry City 4 Sheffield Wednesday 1. Plymouth Argyle 1. Leeds United 1. Extra time being played. Southampton 3. Watford 0. And uh, looking down into the few games in League 1. We've got Bristol Rovers 0. Fleetwood Town 2. Jamie Grimes is coming up in a moment uh, to talk to us. Exeter City 2. Peterborough United 1. So uh, Gary Caldwell cycling from 1-0 down to win that game against um, a Peter aside, who are certainly further up the division than Exeter. Port Vale nil, Leighton Orient 1 and Stevenage nil, Reading 1. They are your score lines for the games that are played today. Not a scheduled game today, of course, because uh, it's a match that uh, I think, was it the cup game that uh, this game was called off for? I can't quite remember. But Chesterville sitting on 80 points, 22 above Bromley, still with a game in hand, and that game in hand will be against Kidderminster Harriers on uh, Saturday because Bromley and Barnet are both in the FA Trophy. Jamie Grimes, well, the weather didn't look great. Uh, the performance uh, wasn't absolutely the top of the game, but the result counts, and that's what counted tonight, 2-1. Yeah, these lads just keep coming through time and time again. We know we can mix it up and we can do the horrible things, and we've had to do that second half. They put us on a pressure, they come out with a different game plan, press a bit higher, and they've got the goal and then had a few chances and we've had to dig in and get our goal in the end but uh, fat credit to the lads uh, for digging in yes and uh, well what's James Berry eat for breakfast these days that's three games on the trot he scored the vital first goal oh I'm so happy for Bez because he's, he's been out the side with Cole Clough playing so well and he's, he's stepped in and he's done really really well but he's been working out of the pitch with Jord and I think you can see I think he's getting fitter and fitter and he's finding himself in the pockets to score goals and we know he's got quality we know he's got pace and he's going to be a top top player and we've all seen that fluidity of the front uh, midfield three time and again but he was in the middle there was plenty of movement around between
between Banks and and uh, Dobber as well as Berry, and he, he he was in the middle for that one just at the right time after Banger's shot was uh, pushed away by. The yeah, the, the gaffer does work on it, and Robbo and uh, Kieran work on the the rotations. Um, Banksy pulls out wide, Bez goes through the middle, and Banksy has the shot, Bez scores. So uh, credit to the coaching staff for working on it. And then <laughs> um, I was saying to, to Lee Francis, former Chesterfield uh, fullback over there, was on the commentary with me today that I've got a long list on the short list of goals of the season but Dobbs won't be on it <laughs> was it off Dobbs was it in the end yeah it was definitely oh, Dobbs, I just yeah. didn't think, I thought it was going to be one of them nights where it weren't going to go in it the post that it's ricocheted and then Dobbs just managed to tow it over and he, um, he'll claim it I don't know if it came off a defender or not but. well it, 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 it seemed to be it was uh, Will Griggs shot at the post then it bounced off the keeper's head out to uh, DJ he put it in bobbled around a bit and then Dobbs was off on the floor when he but put it, it in it's one of them sometimes you need a bit of luck don't you we weren't at it today we, 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 we admit that we've had a long couple of days with the game away and then we've stayed down so credit to the club they've looked after us and kept mm. us down here and uh, I'm just happy we've got the three points to pay them back for the for funding that for us Effiong always going to be a, a, a hard opponent very often he was drifting into Ash Palmer's part of the, yeah. uh, the, the ground but yeah, the two of you dealt with him really, really well he had a couple of chances he'll be disappointed they didn't make more of them but apart from that he, did, he had nothing yeah, we know his we know his threats. He doesn't really run when they've got the when we've got the ball, but he keeps himself fresh for that them sprints in the channel. And he's a powerful boy. I guess I was a little dis- disappointed with my back pass to H. I tried to just feather it to him rather than push it past him, and he's nicks in. But it, that's what he preys on. He preys on their mistakes, and he's a strong boy. He he, he doesn't let up. So. Uh, that credit to Ash Ash had, it, um, had him a lot more than me um, and that's their threat um, without him this season they haven't done very well but they picked up the results now he's back playing look at that table 80 then the next one's 58 and they've played one more game than Chesterfield it, it, it just keeps on beggaring belief doesn't it or does it it's a strange one for us because we just we say we don't look at the table but we're lying but we just go from next to next we just expect to win yeah. and that's the that credit to the lads we've had so many changes tonight Bailey Hobson's was that his debut Bailey Hobson no he's had one sub appearance earlier in the season he's, been, he's come back he's been excellent working hard and we just changed Jones he hasn't played for a while comes in and Bailey Clements hasn't played been mm. on the line Eastley comes in has been, been fantastic and it just shows the depth of the squad we've got but there's competition for places and we just expect to win like we're not we never we don't really celebrate our wins it's just like right we've won move on to the next one when, when can we win this league Andy Woodman was sitting just in front of us he went at half time <laughs> say that again sorry Andy Woodman was sitting just in front of us he went at half time <laughs> oh right okay. <laughs> oh, we've got them two weeks time haven't we? something like that yeah it's, it comes too thick and fast to remember them all in order but it is absolutely uh, um, Fleet United on uh, Saturday. Yep. You know, they're at the wrong end of the table, but that probably makes them tough opponents because they're desperate. Yeah, keeping a little eye on the bottom of the table. I told me our clubs have Fleet, Kidderminster, and they're, they're picking up results. And uh, yeah. it, it, it's it's when you're down the bottom, they're desperate for wins, and we're desperate for wins as well. So it's going to be they're going to be the tougher ones, I think, when rather than teams that aren't playing for things in the mid table. Well, thanks very much, uh, Jamie. You go and get uh, warmed up a little bit. We've got Bailey Clements coming in for a chat in a moment great work from uh, from Bron and we'll be hearing uh, a little bit more from you guys as well I'll just while Bailey comes in here I'll just try and uh, download uh, the next lot of stuff that Josh has sent in well uh, uh, Lee Francis there who's just given his thumbs up thanks uh, Lee gave you uh, his Netcoms IT man of the match award today he used to be a fullback so you know there's a little bit of fullback in there but he was on the other side yeah I just had a little chat with him there he's told me he's giving me man of the match um, much appreciated three games back now uh, three wins that's seven wins on the trot 
It doesn't get boring though, does it? It definitely doesn't get boring. You can never get bored of winning. Um, obviously, coming back in with the team winning previously, there was probably a little bit more added pressure for me to come in because it doesn't necessarily look yes. the best on myself. But no, we kept the momentum going. Hopefully we can keep it going onwards. Despite the fact that you know, Dagenham kept it quite quite tight there, that 4-1-4-1 four, one, four, one, uh, formation. You, you found yourself getting forward quite a lot and putting in quite a lot of crosses. Yeah, especially second half, I felt, I think, we changed a few things at half-time which allowed me to get forwards a bit more and um, linking up with Dobbs and DJ and Banksy down that side. Yeah, I got in a few occasions, unfortunately. Couldn't get an assist or... But, yeah. And talk us through your view of, of Dobbs' winning goal because it was a, one of those pinball jobs, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it didn't really want to go in, did it? Um, I stood there on the edge waiting for it to come out, maybe, but eventually got it <laughs> over the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, of course, uh, you, you've got a couple of goals for uh, for Eastleigh this season, but left back, you're not going to get one every, uh, every match. But uh, are, are you... You ought to set up a race with Shex because he's not got one this season either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shex and me have got a good relationship, obviously. Competition between all the fullbacks trying to get assists and goals and it's all high. Obviously, Kingy last season was unbelievably good and leading the score sheets and stuff. But no, we just try and help the team as much as we can defensively first and then if we can get goals and assists as a bonus. Why the clock back, clock back a, a few days at Eastleigh? You know the Eastleigh guys well. What, what were they saying about the performance? I know Paul McCallum, I saw him at the end and he was absolutely gutted, obviously, with how it went for him personally. But, but what was the feeling of the Eastleigh lads? Yeah, obviously they were disappointed, I think, with the way the game went. But I think I, I didn't really speak to them too much after. But I think they were just very high praise of, of all of us and how how we controlled the game and they, they couldn't get near it. And mm. But, yeah, no, it was a good game for us and followed it into tonight. And what were the conditions like tonight because it was a swirling wind and, it, and at times you could see the balls from the keeper just dropping dead at other times they were they were going through and there were bits of water splashing up towards the end as well. Yeah it was it was horrible it was probably, probably a bit similar to the Woking game back yeah. home the other week um, the wind was so direct going one way and holding up the other way and then the floodlights as well you were losing the ball every time it was going long and it would suddenly appear right in front of your face so it looked like the lads were struggling with a few headers or so you probably just appearing on their head yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, credit to, to Dagenham because they've they've been a side that you know, they've not they've not picked up too many points at home. They've, that's their eleventh defeat, but it's also Chesterfield's eleventh away win of, of of the season. But they did really really make it difficult, like Woking, as you were just mentioning. Yeah, it was definitely difficult. It wasn't easy. Um, they stayed in a very solid shape hit the big man up top early and got runners off it obviously with the wind affecting it as well made it a bit more difficult at times but I think we dealt with it well we had a shaky spell for 10 minutes in the second half there but we got control of the game again after and went on from there have you kept clear of uh, Ollie Banks in the, <laughs> the penalty <laughs> no, he just said he's got to be in tomorrow to practice them, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's never quite so bad when you go to get the win Bailey thank you very much and uh, congratulations on your Netcoms IT Man of the Match award and we've got uh, young Bez coming in here now a hat trick of uh, players to chat with well, that's that's three consecutive matches. You've got the vital first goal. It's the most important every time. 
and you're on it. A little bit different one today, though. Talk us through it. Yeah, so um, it was just... I knew Banksy was wiring up a shot, so I just thought... I can try and get into a position where the ball might, you know, come out because it was a it was a great shot. It was just at the keeper, so I thought, keep no way, keepers um, catching that. So he parried it straight into me, and I've just come onto it and just um, smashed it in. And the three of you, uh, Dobbs and Banksy, were were moving around yeah. right, left. Yeah. You, you've all had a bit in all all the positions, I think, today. It was all you know, rotation with us all um, because we all know like the like our you know like what we do in them positions and stuff like that so it's just you know um, like trying to get in the best positions for us all you know with Dobbs and Banksy and myself you know we like to go forward and make things happen and you know when we did that when we did that we um, created uh, two goals so it was um, it, it worked out well tonight yeah you must be walking on air personally Pardon? you must be walking on air personally with how it's going for you yeah definitely yeah um, I'm really enjoying my football, you know, I was enjoy- I've enjoyed it ever since I've walked in and, um, you know, I've always been, you know, I've been patient with, you know, um, with the gaffer and stuff like that, like, he's been really patient with me and when I say I've been patient, I mean, like, you know, I've been patient for my opportunity and thankfully I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm doing really well for uh, Chesterfield and for the team, you know, going forward and hopefully we can um, uh, win the league soon, hopefully. And we were talking a, a week or two ago about you, you, the step up for the fitness and the yeah. intensity and the, the defensive work and everything along those lines. Now you, you, you've, you've made that jump into being in the manager's view for a, yeah. a regular starting 11 position. Does that put different pressures on you? No, it's just, no, definitely not. Um, <clears throat> it's just it's football at the end of the day, mate. It's just what I've done since I was a kid. Um, I'll play wherever, wherever, in what position. If the gaffer asked me to play right back, left back goal or hard play it's just football mate um, <clears throat> you know all those lads um, have played football you know for a long long time and it's just wherever we play we just try and do our jobs and hopefully we do it to the best of our ability when the penalty was awarded and Banksy had got the ball in his hands you were the closest man to him were you trying to sort of uh, take no, it off him <laughs> no Banksy was always on pens yeah. as soon as we um, got out so if Banksy on pens Banksy's on pens and um, I was really surprised when he missed because Banksy never misses yes. from 12 yards you know he's technically unbelievable like a lot, like a lot of us in this squad so um, but at the end of the day um, <coughs> we've, we've you know got that uh, Dobra goal you know um, so we've uh, Dobra's got Banksy out of jail really hasn't he? <laughs> I tell you what he hit it with such force it, yeah. it created a counter so, yeah. straight away didn't it, it? it ricocheted Bing, off the bar in, into the uh, halfway line I think but, um, no it's just uh, it's one of them Banksy will, Banksy will know you know but like like I say it's just one of them freak incidents because he's um, he, he, he never misses from 12 yards but it's just yeah. one of them well you didn't miss from uh, well about 10 yards probably today were you out or something yeah, along yeah, those lines yeah but they're the goals that I like you know um, when I'm you know in the right positions at the right time they're the ones you know I want to be scoring because I remember um, a bit of advice someone gave me uh, a long time ago Um he just always told me to be in positions where you can score and hope. And thankfully mm. today it's just dropped to me and I've latched onto it and just smashed it. And and sometimes they're the sort of things that are difficult to coach people. You've, you've either got that anticipation or you've not, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Really? Yeah, I think that's all about you know scoring goals because not every day you can score. Not every game you can score a world, mm. You know what I mean? My favourite goals that happens and that doesn't. I don't mean that like thinking. My favourite goals are backstick tappings or you know like like today where it's just I've just maybe you know anticipated where the ball's going to land and thankfully it's, it's I've anticipated it well and it's come straight into my path 
So, you know, the progress that you've made this season, the progress that the team's made this season, what's this full-time football lark like for a young lad like you? I love it. Honest to God, I absolutely love it. I've had, done a full weekend here with all my mates. Mm. All my mates, you know. Um, done a full weekend with them all since Friday. And like I keep saying, they're all my pals. And we, we, luckily, we're teammates and we've got a massive bond together. So um, it's um, it's just great. I, I love it coming in every day, training and, you know, games and, you know, seeing the fans tonight. Unbelievable coming all this way on a Tuesday night in these conditions all this long way. It's unbelievable. So um, thank we all thank them for in the changing room, staff included. We all thank them. But as part as far as um, full time for me, I absolutely, that, that's the what I wanted to do. I, I love it. Like I keep saying, like, it's been a great weekend for us all we've took six points and hopefully now we're going to Saturday and um, get another three points and it's clear that there's a lot of uh, respect amongst the staff and amongst the players but those weekends away do they just add to that I was talking yeah. uh, you know, as, as you know I was at the hotel yeah. briefly yesterday and Danny Webb was sort of saying it gives the opportunity for, for them to have the sort of chats that you can't really do on a Monday to Friday yeah. it's very different and it's great that the club do yeah, it yeah brilliant because you find yourself in different groups you know I, I, I'm one of them you know um, I've always been, you know, someone who, you know, I like to think I c- can talk to anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I like, I like getting to know people and stuff like that. But, but like you keep saying, like, we've spent all the time together. Um, we've spent, but we and like, no, we've all just, you know, gelled and we've got like a really special thing going on here. You know, with like the lads and the staff and stuff like that. It's just um, really special, and I'm, like, I'm really grateful to be a part of it because. Um, it's um, not every day you spend, you know, your time at a club like this on the up, you know what I mean? Thanks very much, uh, James Berry. So James Berry, the score of the opening goal again today, as he had has done in the last couple of games as well. And of course, he scored that terrific one, didn't he, against uh, Altrigham a week or so ago. Danny Webb's down on the touchline. He's just uh, having a chat with uh, uh, one of the local journalist down this neck of the woods I think so uh, let's just uh, get a little bit more from uh, Josh on the social media well it was certainly one of those Phil where it looks like everyone on social media was waiting to see how Chesterfield fared and right up until the final whistle before getting their posts in and uh, yeah a bit of heart in mouth stuff wasn't it at the end there with that big goal mouth scramble but I suppose it shows you Chesterfield have a goal mouth scramble and Dobra converts and then uh, the Sparrow's defence at the other end managed to clear it's off the line and I suppose that is what makes champions and RJC has got in touch first saying he's been listening at home from Hertfordshire says fingers crossed we can keep up this form for just another few weeks Jimmy Peaks says horrible night lacklustre performance brilliant win the stuff of champions Mark Jones says scrappy horrible conditions but I'll take the three points cheers Kevin says we did enough in tough conditions well done town seven to go Jeff Mitchell says after Daggers got themselves back in the game, the Sparites just went up a gear to finish strongly in atrocious conditions and win yet another three points. What a season! Simon Marsh says champions elect seem to win even if they don't get out of second gear. Not a classic, but the Blues always seem to do just enough. Her chilly dog in New Zealand says the football of champs getting three points with a very controlled, tough midweek away game in a wet and windy, miserable East London against a side with nothing to lose. He says phenomenal, great commentary and thanks as always. Travel home safely with those three points. Joe Dart says average performance in tough conditions 
Williams. He says, I'm not too bothered about the performance as long as we get three points. I think Clements has come back better. Not sure how Eastman wasn't given his marching orders for that challenge on Dobbs at the end, though. 22 points, he says, and has posted a nice picture of a ship, which uh, I'll not read the writing on it, but if you know the meme, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Spyrite Jack's been listening to the game on a cruise ship in the Caribbean. Speaking of ships, there you go. He says, think I've just heard all of the champagne corks. Go off in the bar, says good hard forward victory. Come on, you blues. John Rimmington's got in touch, says, wasn't always pretty, but this team always finds a way to get us over the line. Was squeaky bum time a bit at the end, uh, as much as it can be, though, when you're 22 points clear. Uh, I shall also go and have a quick look over at the Facebook page as well to see if any Chesterfield fans have been getting in touch on there. And Diana Thompson says, sounds like it was a horrible night for the weather, but a great night for the Spyrites and another three points. Well done, lads. Stu Whitty says, champions get the scrappy wins and that's what tonight was. Peter Crooks says, not a brilliant night, but we go 22 points clear. What a team. Great teams always find a way to win and says, well done, Bailey Clements, man of the match. Claire Embry says, all four conditions, but the lads stuck at it to grind out the win. 22 points clear. We dare to dream. Sharon Glassby says, absolutely brilliant. Well done, guys. Uh, Dobrit, when you pass on your bike, uh, call in. I'll give you refreshments, she says. So, uh, yeah, wants uh, to pass on her congratulations to Dobra. David Patrick Rhodes says, great game and great performance in horrible conditions. Three more points. Well done, boys. John Parrott says, another win in the book. Concerns were there after the missed penalty, but a good team always manages to pull through. Alex Bishton says, this squad is just built different. There are just those types of games we would have lost in previous seasons. Peter Collins says another gritty performance does not sound like the weather has helped but we grind out another result. We can even afford to miss a penalty. Tyler Lloyd, the comments just keep coming, says start of the second half wasn't great until they scored. Sounded like our heads just went down. However, this changed when Dobra scored and we showed what we do every game as well. Um, even more comments coming in as well. Peter Crooks has got in touch and says seven more wins to go now and Mick Hibbert also says uh, one in really bad conditions well done guys Nicholas Deakin as well makes a really good point says Berry's part in that goal was superb and yeah once again James Berry contributing plenty to that performance with uh, the goal and also his role in the second Phil so yeah Chesterfield fans on social media are absolutely delighted as am I uh, with that and uh, yeah again 22 points clear maybe I'm starting to think it is done after all <laughs> More to come from Josh in a minute, but we've got Danny Webb here with us today. And, uh, you know, not, not Chesterfield's finest performance of the season, but three points and anything's fine that ends with three points. Tough night, tough weather, uh, a, a belligerent side from uh, Dagenham and Redbridge. Yeah, uh, we just said in the off air that uh, obviously with F. Young and, and Hill in, in their team, they, them two alone could probably get in most teams in the league. So they've got attacking threats. Harry Tyra uh, makes a good one on one save from F. Young early on, like he did against. Paul, mm. uh, Paul McCallum uh, sorry quickly. Scott Quigley sorry at Eastley uh, while it was nil-nil so we rely on everyone on our team to, to bring something to the table including the subs and Bailey Clements heading one off the line for the last kick of the game sums up uh, 
my, my thoughts on these players and you're right it wasn't free flowing there were some mistakes a few a few sloppy passes at times uh, obviously we, we missed a penalty uh, but what was nice is that after that you're thinking okay one all wouldn't be the worst result in the world go 20 points clear blimmin hell it, it could be worse but you know we haven't been like that all season we, we've maintained our performance methods and levels to try and go for wins and, and we did that today six changes we were talking yesterday pre-match that there was bound to be changes six in and Jones hasn't played for a while uh, Palmer after yeah, after his injury they just did what you want them to do and expect them to do yeah yeah I think uh, Grimes and Palmer in particular with the, with the physical battle with yes. was oh, you know they, they won they won it which not many defenders will do because he's a big boy uh, and I thought they all, they all stuck they, like I say it's a bit of a phrase saying you grind you, you grind out a win but if you could if you could say any game was ground out it was probably that tonight it was windy it was rainy ball was skidding off the pitch which was, which was nice condition by the way uh, it was tackles all over you know it was a few iffy decisions so it was your typical National League Tuesday night fixture in February uh, and we come out on top and like I say the results don't lie and they haven't lied for most of the season but we've got to now have a rest and focus on Ebbsfleet because believe me that won't be a walkover Seven on the bounce again it's the second time this season that uh, uh, Chesterfield have won seven on the bounce in the National League it doesn't happen very often and that's twice in, in one season and again they said 11 12 games with only one non-win in there uh, it, it's, it's getting repetitive but this is what you work so hard Monday yeah. to Friday to make it repetitive yeah and you know when you uh, when fans look at the league and, and get excited then, then get excited you know leave it to us to be calm and the players and that but the supporters can get excited because we're in a good position uh, and it weren't long ago we had that heartache at, mm. at, uh, at Wembley which I keep harping on about and uh, driving out in the coach and getting all the stick from the Notts County fans and it's nice now that we're in a really good position to, to hopefully be back where we belong but until it's mathematically done it believe me we're not we're not this isn't the party line we are saying it in the dress room there wasn't all crazy celebrations there hasn't been all season mm. like I repeat myself to you every week everyone's calm everyone's low key your long journey back focus on Ebb's fleet in front of 9,000 supporters and you know 2-1 it, it, it might just look sort of fairly close but how often do you do you absolutely dream of averaging two goals a game? And yeah. Chesterfield are just about two goals a game away in the three at three yeah, at home. Yeah. The goals just keep coming. It's only that Solihull game that's, that's featured no goals. Yeah, yeah, I know it's mad, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, I think that was the only game we didn't score in, like you say. But it was great, you know. We play the way the manager wants to play. You're going to get chances. You're going to mm. attack. And what's been great is that the defenders now are taking that responsibility. Well, let's say now, they've done it all season. That's the responsibility of dealing with one-on-one. -on -one. They're not needing the cover to not drop too early. To actually go, go on, if you want to run me F Young, let's have a race. Mm. That confidence in what they're doing at the back, knowing that up front, more times than not, we're going to create chances and more times than not, we're going to score them. And, you know, we're always looking for, for little bits in matches. There was one when F Young was running with Grimes and he yeah. ran into him, just bounced yeah. off, didn't yeah. he? And I made the point to, uh, to Paul down there in the other interview that... Uh, you know, for me, you look at that and go, that, that's a player who's at the top of his game. Yeah. You know, you have the biggest centre forward in the league by a mile, try and wrestle you, and he falls over. Yeah. You know, that's one for the scrapbook. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another game in hand on Bromley on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. Banana skin. I'm sure you'll be going in just as professional as uh, yeah. ever for that game. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how times you've seen it in the in the past in any league uh, across the country where you know a team are doing ever so well at the top of a league, and then all of a sudden the real, real shock of the season result happens. Mm -hmm. We've got to make sure that I think they've gone to second bottom now. Absolutely, we've got to make sure that second bottom doesn't beat top. 
we've got to, like I say every week in the interviews we've got to earn the tag of being favourites by a country mile in that game uh, by playing our normal game and, 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 and taking our chances but as always you know, from now until Saturday there'll be no complacency and we'll give them the utmost respect in our preparation Thanks Danny Danny Weber there and uh, safe journey back let's hear uh, let's uh, finish off with some more views from uh, the social media land. Some more happy spy rights, Phil, over on Twitter, or X as some people like to call it these days. I suppose that is its official name. Uh, Chris Roslin says, that didn't do my nerves any good, but I'll take those three points. Great commentary, 22 points clear. Wow. Tim Knowles says, close at the end, good all-around performance in tricky conditions. Well worth the 3.39am alarm. He says, great commentary as always. Morning walk now, listening to the reaction. Joe Bowman as a battling performance against a tough Dagenham side who dug in to be fair to them but good teams find a way to win another huge three points 22 points clear bring on the fleet he says uh, Richard Lilly's got in touch says I wouldn't say lacklustre I would compare it to the Woking match terrible conditions but we found a way to win again Dobbs was fantastic again tonight Lindsay says happy to take the three points wasn't the best football let's just say the rain got in their eyes and under their feet uh, she thinks uh, the Jeff King fan page says hung in there on a night where good football was near impossible against an opposition out to spoil with cynical fouls. He says they did well to shackle Dobra for all but five seconds of the game. But that's all that matters onwards and upwards. I'll just have another check of those Facebook comments again as well because we get plenty of comments in on the 1866 Sport Facebook page. Tony Hodgkinson says another hard fought win. A win's a win. Come on, you blues. He says uh, Philip Lamborn says another. Another battling performance, 22-point lead, built on so much hard work. Keep it up, boys. Uh, Loz Alton says, Daggers definitely made it hard work for the lads, did their homework, wasn't the greatest, but can't play 100 miles per hour every game. More than happy, though, they grinded out the three points, and the tally now at the top of the table looks totally fantastic. Chris Sidden says, not a performance that will live long in the memory, but three points towards the final goal. Paul Clark says, good win, great commentary, Phil and uh, Francis, uh, that's a tank, of course, uh, better known as. And Glenis says, nervy last 15 minutes, but we made it over the line. So Chesterfield fans, again, I think it's more about the result today than the performance. And once again, Chesterfield find themselves on the right end of it. Thanks, Josh, and thanks to all our listeners for uh, tuning in on 866 Sport Live this afternoon. Thanks to Lee Francis for joining me on commentary. Josh, of course, from working home, uh, working hard work at uh, HQ as well. Danny Webb, James Berry, uh, Jamie Grimes and Bailey Clements, the Netcom's IT man of the match as chosen by Lee Francis all giving us our uh, after-match uh, fill, as it were. And uh, don't forget that we'll be uh, having this converted into a podcast after the whistle um, sometime tomorrow. But the big news of course, from uh, listening this week will be the start of a new show on Friday from 7 till 8 with uh, myself, Phil Tooley and Ellie Yates. Weekend warm-up. Uh, we'll generally be looking back at the week and looking forward to what's happening the weekend, but it's a special to kick us off with. Paul Cook will be uh, in for the full hour on Friday, 7 till 8. We'll repeat it on Saturday morning, 9 till 10. But uh, make sure you're tuning in to hear what uh, Cookie says he doesn't talk uh, all that often, but when he does talk, it's always very interesting. So join myself and Ellie at 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock on Friday live with Paul Cook. And, uh, well, on Saturday, of course, it'll be a View from the Cop from 10 till 12 with John Chubb and Jeff Hall and 
myself and Josh uh, contributing bits in there and then at two o'clock it'll be Chesterfield against Ebbsfleet United in Chesterfield's uh, final game in hand in Bromley it'll mean they'll play one more game than uh, Barnet of course but uh, a final game in hand over Bromley Bromley are 22 points behind Chesterfield as we speak uh, Barnet are 24 points behind the Spirits having played the same amount of games now Solihull have moved up into uh, fourth place Altrincham was uh, postponed their match tonight Ebsfleet who come on Saturday are next to bottom as Danny Webb had just been saying Woking have jumped back out of the bottom four so the four promoted teams are the four that are in the bottom so uh, thanks very much for listening join us on Friday at 7 Saturday at 2 and the game here at uh, Victoria Road has ended Dagenham Redbridge 1 Chesterfield 2